You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Our very own Sheikh Shoaib Maida. Sheikh Shoaib Maida is a, a Medina Uni uh, University graduate. He is an alim. He is also an astute businessman. And Sheikh Shoaib Maida is also someone uh, that does a lot of dawah work and uh, he got, uh, gives a lot of, uh, mashallah, a lot of... Uh, counseling to students and also on career opportunities and uh, most of all he's all over the world on uh, different uh, islamic uh, uh, media platforms uh, sheikh shoi baida is also one of our favorites on uh, markus sahaba the voice of the uh, ahl sunnah wal jamaa sheikh shoi baida assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh uh, with the listeners i greet you with this hearty greeting and how are you doing this uh, beautiful evening uh, sheikh shoi baida Wa alaykum as-salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to my dear brother Shafat Ahmed Khan and uh, all the dear listeners of uh, Markaz al-Sahaba. This evening, the voice of Aru Sunnah wal Jamaa. Alhamdulillah, we are having such a beautiful evening and uh, you have seen what is happening in Cape Town as well as floods. So yeah, uh, things are happening around the world and uh, it's only just drawing us close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to understand that he can do what he wants to do and as whenever you want to do and as he pleases to do. So yeah, I think also we had quite a beautiful day today, cloudy and uh, some little bit drizzles in the morning. Yeah, Allah is blessing us, Shaf, and uh, yes, it's those time of the of the year that we need to remember that we are going back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we have to do good at all the time, Shaf. Absolutely, we're all going to go back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And whilst we're on this planet Earth, we have a lot of responsibility too, Sheikh Shoei Maida. And one of the responsibilities is, uh, you know, to respect our parents. And they say, respect your parents and respect your mother and respect your father. And then your children will respect you. And respect of our parents is such an important thing. And I think uh, uh, no matter how many times we talk about this topic, but it should be said all more and more and more often so that this can be drummed into the heads of children. And uh, Sheikh Shoaib Maida, you know, thinking aloud here, respect our parents, no matter, no matter, you know, a lot of uh, people accept the deen of Islam and they are torn between the parents being Christians or the parents being uh, Jewish or being a Hindu or so forth, and they are torn. So, you know, respect our parents, no matter what religion they belong to, the only time you can disrespect them, I mean, we're talking about your uh, parents that are non-Muslim, is when they tell you to, uh, to uh, you know, to go against the commandments of the deen or the commandments of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and then you can only, you know, but in a very diplomatic uh, manner, in a very respectful manner, and, you know, Allah has uh, mercy on his creation, and we as his creation have, have mercy on our fellow brothers and sisters, our fellow family members who happen not to be uh, Muslims also. Sheikh Shoei Maida, uh, you know, it's a quite a loaded uh, opinion that I have uh, uh, brought up uh, there. But uh, what's your take on that, uh, Sheikh? You know, Shaf, you just went straight direct into the Quran Karim where you brought everything that is there. But before I start going there, I'll bring you to this one. I know you love it. Ma ke dua jannat ke hawa, you know. That's exactly what it is all about. You know, if you're talking about respect for the parents, Allah has made it a, a command, a ruling in the Quran when he says, uh, Say Allah Ta'ala has decreed that you worship none but only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you be dutiful towards your parents. 
maybe to come to the point where maybe one of the parents attains an old age of both of them. Do not ever say off to them or turn your back towards them. Speak to them in the most noble and respectable way. And always seek this beautiful dua before Allah for them where you say, Rabbi rahamuhuma kama rabbayani sagira. Ya Allah, shower your mess up upon my parents just as they showered the mess upon me when I was a small child. And then we go back to Surah Al-Luqman, as you said earlier, to say, regardless of religion, where they come from, your parents are still your parents. And they will never be outside there. And I mean, we've seen wonders where actually an idol worshiper and I mean, uh, the idol manufacturer gives birth to a khalil of Allah Ta'ala. I mean, history that we have in the Quran, you know. Uh, you look at Ibrahim, alayhi salatu was khalilullah. His father, Azar, or something else. But uh, Ibrahim became a khalil of Allah Ta'ala. So, yeah, as you said, chap, that yes, you have to respect your parents with all honesty. You know, regardless of which religion they come from. But whenever they deviate your try to actually uh, bring you forth against uh, the will or the teaching of the Quran, then on that moment you do not obey the commands on that way. But as you said, in this dunya you have to be very diplomatic and the better way stay with them in this dunya. In that way, it means your diplomacy. And your way of dealing things, it can actually affect them. They can even become Muslims, subhanAllah. So it means if you show them that you're respectable. Let's say to give an example, your parents, or let's say my father is not a Muslim. And he sends me to go buy alcohol. There's nobody else. What do I see in that position? Should I start fighting and swearing and uh, making them feel so stupid, making them feel so funny? No, you don't do that. What you say is to say, no, at least I'm busy at the moment. Just le- allow me time. When I'm done what I'm doing, then I'll attend to what you're asking. But you know you aren't doing. So you prolong the time until finally they'll come to realize to say, this child does not do this. If we have to do this, we need to send somebody else. So that's diplomacy. In other words, do things with a lot of wisdom. You must remember wisdom is the key to every aspect of life. Using wisdom, everybody can accept the deen and people can be in the best part once wisdom has been utilized. That's why even Allah says, the one who's been actually bestowed with wisdom, then they must rejoice that Allah has given the best of gift that can rejoice for. So yes, wisdom is, is needed and parents should be respected at all angles, at all respect. As we said on, early on, we say, Jannah is under the feet of your parents, of your mothers. So make sure you give them that best khidmah so that your Jannah is open for you, Shaf. You know, Sheikh Shoei Maida, I need to give you full marks there. Maki dua, Jannah ki hawa. Mother's blessing is like a breath of fresh air from the heavens, alhamdulillah, beautiful indeed. And then you bring in a beautiful story of Ibrahim, alayhi salam. I mean, his father uh, making idols and worshipping it. And, uh, you know, Azar, I think was the father's name. And here was Ibrahim, alayhi salam. And well, how beautifully you said it, that uh, uh, an idol maker, you know, becomes the father of, uh, you know, Ibrahim, alayhi salam, the Khalidullah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you look at the dialogue between Ibrahim, alayhi salam, and he is a father, you know, Ya Abadi, Ya Abadi, oh, my father, even if you hit me, oh, my father, even if you chase me out, oh, my father, you know, 
I, but you must worship the one true God. Oh, my father, oh, my father. I even the uh, father said, go away now, go away. He said, oh, my father, even if, when I'm going, I'm going to make dua for you. Oh, my father, I'll do that. Ya abadi, ya abadi, you know. Already uh, very touching indeed, uh, but alhamdulillah, summa alhamdulillah. This is a beautiful story to tell those that have, uh, you know, reverted to Islam from Christianity or have come back to the deen of Islam and the parents are still Christians. I know to give the story of Ibrahim alayhi salam and his father's uh, interaction there and uh, beautifully said, I mean, if you look at the lifestyle of Nabi Muhammad, uh, I mean, uh, the, the, the life of our Nabi Muhammad, sallam, so many of his own family, you know, the, his uncles and so forth, and uh, didn't accept Islam. Uh, the tribe that he come, they came into, and many of them didn't accept, uh, accept Islam. Imagine right in his midst, you know, in his blood ties, he had people not accepting Islam. And, you know, uh, there's an anecdote uh, which Hazrat Ali uh, anhu, said so uh, uh, eloquently. It is not thy pedigree, it is not thy pedigree, but thy piety that uh, attains your, your closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it doesn't matter what lineage or what line we come from, but our piety is something else. It is a personal thing between us and Allah. And, uh, you know, if we are Jahiliya mode and we have a top pedigree or we, you know, we say we're from or, uh, aristocracy, that means nothing in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He that is most pious is most high. Sheikh Shoei Maida. No, no, definitely, Shaf. You know, if you look at that, I mean, as we just analyzed the whole issue about Ibrahim, his tone of speech towards his father. I mean, everywhere, Abati, my papa. You know, speaking with a lot of respect and, ra and love, if you look at the way the meaning of that, yeah, Abati, you know, you know, possessive to say, you know, I possess you as my father, I love you. You know, I mean, I'll speak proudly about you. You know, and even when he was going, he says, you know, yeah, I'm going to make dua for you. you you're not allowed to make dua for the non-Muslims. But he says, I make dua for you. And when he make dua, it wasn't because making dua for a non-Muslim where Allah don't make dua for them. But it was a promise that he made. You must remember, you know, promise is like a credit. So he did make promise to say, I am going to make dua for you, daddy. And he did make that dua, you know, not that for Jannah, but make dua because it's a promise. So, I mean, it tells you the, here on the level uh, that you should be towards your parents when it comes to actually respecting them and actually being good to them. As even you come to Nabi Sallallahu you look at his family, his uncle, the one that gave him the base of safety and security, you know, whereby the Quraysh could not touch him because they knew that the uncle is here that is going to take care of him. You know, still do not accept the deen. So, I mean, this is the label that tells you when you spoke about Taqwa Shaf, you know, the piety and the fear of Allah was one of really something. That is achieved between an individual and the creator. It's not between somebody to be actually proclaiming and showing it. Or if you remember, we did speak on that uh, other day. We were talking about the gentleman who came actually to show off people how we read Irisala, people must see his pious, and say, wow, you read the best Salah, and say, yeah, on top of that, I'm fasting. You know, it's not something of that sort. That should be between yourself and your creator, Allah's part, and actually should show indications on your face, how humble you are, how good you are, how sweet you are towards other people, and how non-judgmental you are. You know, sometimes we go into a problem of actually being the judgmental, and the biggest of all problems that we have in our lives becomes assumption. You know, once we have that attached to us, <coughs> then we are attached to danger. Because assumption will always come with shaitan to make sure you have the negative or ill actually 
of uh, perceptive or perception of other people. And this only causes problems because you don't understand, but you're just assuming. So make sure we avoid this part of us assumption and we be good at all the times. Always give the next person the benefit of the doubt. Somebody does wrong, you don't go jump behind the curtain and start talking about them, start acting, forming the whole world. It's like this, it's like that. Go to the person, hold his hand, tell him, listen, brother, where you're going is wrong. Islamic, I shouldn't be doing this. That's what you should do. And let the brother be uh, rebellious or be defensive or fighting. But as long as you've shown them the truth, that's what you've, do, you, you've done. And also find a way of doing it. Have hikmat in doing things. You see, sometimes you do things without hikmat. It becomes like a competition shelf. So once it becomes a competition, everybody wants to win a competition. I'll give you one scenario. There was one competition they had uh, in uh, in Arabic Peninsula in the farm in, in, in the desert. And one man tells his family, he says, I'm going to go and join yeah. that, actually, uh, that conversation because I can argue the best. And his wife asked him, what argument are you going to bring? He said, my argument is that the chicken is with three legs. And the family started laughing at him. And the gentleman went and he started arguing, arguing, arguing. Say, your argument, my chicken is got three legs. They argued, 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 and two finally said, give us a proof. He said, throw the chicken in the air. When it landed down, it landed with two legs and one wing holding over to the other one, so it stands in the balance. Then he says, there you are, you've seen three legs of a chicken. But does the chicken have three legs? No. So this is like an argument. Once you're fighting and argue, the person will try to bring the best of argument. Whether it means to put down the commands of Allah, they'll do that because it's an argument. But we do it in the way that we want to educate the person. At foremost, educate ourselves first. Once we do that, inshallah, with love, wisdom, we'll see that things can come easy and everybody will be on the fold and everybody will be good because we are doing this out of love and out of, out of sincerity and knowing that as we are in this dunya, we want to be the game, the, the same uh, shaf when it comes to our gender, inshallah. Inshallah, yes, uh, Sheikh Shoaibad, as you said, hikmah is a very important thing to have in life. Hikmah you only get uh, through age and you get through, uh, you know, being quiet and listening and uh, asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for giving you uh, hikmah. And if you look at uh, our, uh, you know, all the prophets, alayhi they didn't go to universities, they didn't go to places like that, but they got hikmah. And that was uh, what carried them through with the divine uh, uh, wisdom and uh, with divine decree, helping them in whatever they did. And, you know, Sheikh Shoei, my uh, things that we should remember is that we should imagine that our parents, you know, they sacrificed everything for us. And it is said that Jannah lies at the feet of our parents. I mean, what our fathers went through, what our mothers went through, uh, you know, when they brought us into this world, sleepless nights, we are teething, and we, you know, the mother never slept, and so forth, and then all that that we did. And, you know, now and then, if a mother gets angry with you or a father gets angry, uh, we, get, we take it so personally that, uh, you know, we hurt them even more than what they hurt us uh, these are things that, you know, we should be inculcating in our children, uh, you know, and we as ourselves, if we can bring in that, that empathy, that sympathy, and always reminding uh, the children to a point of reference that this is where you came from, and this is what these people sacrificed, and this is what your parents have done for you. So respect the womb that bore thee and respect your fa father. Your uh, thoughts on, uh, on, on, on that, Sheikh Maida? This becomes a challenge in today's life. I mean, uh, we tend to forget completely where we come from, you know. And uh, because we tend to forget where we come from, a lot of time makes us forget our own selves. You know, as you just said uh, quite clearly, 
You know, you must remember Allah has given us that uh, way we see it all the time. We always say, uh, seeing is believing. I don't know if you know that. Say, we always say, seeing is believing. You know, Allah first he did create Adam Ali from his own hands and created him and actually sent the ruh in him and said, Kun, Fayakun, and Adam became a human being. And the same uh, for Hawa, Adam had to give uh, uh, the rib in order for her to be created for him. So which was mad. And then thereafter, Allah created human beings through Adam and Hawa, which actually will bring us close to understand where we come from. So without our father and mother, we were nowhere to be found. And there is a lot of things that our mothers went through, Shaf. You know, I know you, it's like I'm putting too much emphasis on the mothers, but I mean, uh, that's a reality that we cannot ignore. You know, after Allah creating, then he left this whole responsibility to the mother. And that's why even if you look at Nabi Sassam, did I put that equation in a well-balanced manner. When he was asked a question by a sahabi to say, who do you, I seek companionship with between my mother and my father or my parents? And Nabi Sassam told him, he says, your mother. And the sahabi disappeared and came again after some time. And he did ask the same question. And the Nabi told him, it's your mother. So he disappeared again. He came for the third time. And the Nabi said, I know you came first time. Second time, this is third time. And I'm giving you answers again. It's your mother, your mother, your mother, and then your father. I mean, they, it tells you the whole equation why this 75%, if you put your percentage on the mother, than the father. Because simply, you look at the father. The duty is only to plant the seed. And now who nurtures the seed before it grows and becomes something that you can see? It is the mother. So, I mean, she nurtured us from the time we were not born. You know, with fetuses in our mother's womb. And she take care of us. She took care of us. The doctor says you cannot eat this. They don't eat that. You cannot bend. You cannot carry heavy things. She did all that. You cannot go do this and the rest of it. She made sure she did all that. Why? Because she wanted us to be born healthy and without any uh, dysfunctional uh, features in our body. So they did everything they could do. So this enough, it tells you that, you know, your mother is really the integral part of your existence. And that is after Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we have to respect them. You know, sometimes we find people, they argue with their mothers, even say, I'll never come again, set foot on your house again. You say, yeah, I mean, you're telling your mother you can never set foot again on this on our house because of something so small and what if she says if you say that alhamdulillah if i bought you in my womb let's see if you're going to see the sun again i mean if you look at if mothers retaliate in that way where are we going to be so this is just a sign to say mothers do love us mothers do care for us and this is also to draw another picture chef you know sometimes we go up, up, up above hate sometimes as men where we actually look at women like the weakest link in everything that we do of which is not the, the reality. Women are the strongest. You know, when it comes to emotion-wise, when it comes to doing things, women are the most, actually, are strong people. If you look at uh, uh, giving birth to a child, child is not an easy, it's not a job. I mean, they manage all that with distinction without, without, without failing in any way. So, I mean, that tells you. And when you see we want to fight with them, sometimes you look at them, say, so weak, they can't fight. It's not that they can't fight. Women can fight worse than men can fight. You know, if you want to see her anger upset her too much, then you won't see the sun again the following day. But <laughs> they got a lot of wisdom, a lot of hikmah. Even if you hurt them so much, just sit back and look and say, you know, this is somebody else's child. And also I've birthed a child, I've born a child. I mean, it's not easy to have a child. So I'll just carry on half sober. I'll make sober on that. They do that. But one day if they get upset, 
They'll give you one shot, you'll be under the table. And this is the reality. So let's respect women. Let's respect our mothers. This is actually the integral part of our existence. And let's respect our fathers for planting that seed and for actually standing in for the maintenance that was supposed to be done. And this actually tells you to say, as Muslims, we do understand where we come from and we do understand our roots. And Allah set forth for us to understand which channels we have to go to thank him. And this is exactly what we should be doing. For us to be happy, our parents have to be there. As Allah said, to say we need to respect them. Thus, after Allah's wonder, Yeah, absolutely. Well said there, Sheikh. And they said, uh, yeah, beware of the fury of uh, a wife. Yeah, he gives you one shot at Sheikh Maida said, you'll be right under the table, people. Yeah, so be careful. Now, uh, Sheikh, yeah, Sheikh Maida, you know, looking at our parents, you know, I wonder sometimes, and I think, uh, you know, when our parents make parza from this dunya, then, oh, we remember them in the dua, and we're always making dua, we're reading a katam for them, we'll read a surah yasin for them, or we'll read a 30 para Quran, and, you know, we'll make katam al Quran for them. But I, you know, really want to know, Sheikh Shweb Maida, how many of us pray for our parents whilst they are in our midst, when they're with us, and, you know, and, uh, you know, we should uh, not burden them, our parents. You'll find uh, that, you know, parents even, if they uh, some parents are uh, earning pension and this and that they will still they will still take out that pension money and give it to their grandchildren and even for the child you know uh, no matter how rich he can be that but he still do something say come beta i bought you something or betty or my daughter i bought something for you and with their pension money this is what they do and you know uh, we shouldn't burden our parents uh, be uh, when, when you find them and if, and if allah's given us the means that we should be taking great care of them, Sheikh Shweb Maida. Your thoughts on that? Actually, you know, I'm telling you, this is actually a very amazing and wonderful topic you've brought. You know, we should condemn further, you know, as we are doing that. You know, we found some of us, I mean, uh, we've missed out on uh, the teachings of the Sunnah. You know, where Nabi Sallallahu has said, you know, do you want to understand who's the most bankrupt person? And, you know, everybody thought he's going to talk about money and more loss of possession or make liquidation, you know. He says the person who's both parents or one of them attains an, on a, an old age and they do not go to gender. Now, if you look at this, Shaf, it's so tricky. And I mean, it's so straightforward. You have both parents and one of them are odd. And actually, you don't go to gender with the most bankrupt person. What did he mean? And the bishops have meant in this way that we need to take extremely extra care of them. As parents, make sure they're taken care of everything they need. We take care of them just as they've taken care of us as small children. You remember on that dua we're saying, Rabbir hamuhuma kama rabbayani sagira. We must say that. It's not just a dua that you're saying. You say, Allah shower your mess upon them as they shower the mess upon me as our small child. It means to make khidmat of them. You know, sometimes, half the time, child, we make a mistake. We think dua is just sitting on the musallah and saying, Rabbana atina fi dunya asana, and is that. You know, that's not how dua works. You know, dua is a saying that you ask Allah Ta'ala, then you need to put your effort. When you're saying, Rabbana atina fi dunya asana, Ya Allah grant us the best in this dunya, it means you have to wake up, get up, and look for job and start working, and work extremely hard for you to see the results. And that is for the for the hasan of this dunya. Wafil akhira hasana, it means make ibadah child. Praise your creator, Allah SWT. Be good to your parents. Treat them as Allah has commanded you to do that. And then that is for your akhir hasan. You know, then when you're saying, waqina adhab al-nad, ya Allah, save us from the fire of Jahannam. You've worked towards your dunya. 
you've worked towards your akhira and you know self-guiding from the fire is there already. So we have to work towards uh, these things. So as you said, you know, you must remember that <clears throat> the parents are key factor to everything that we do. So as we said, some of us have we've lost track whereby when our parents get old, we start thinking they're nagging and I mean, we can't live with them. You know, I don't want to live with feeble old people in my house, so we send them to an old age home. You know, and I mean, they, they pass on, you come to know five hours, 10 hours later, your parents are passed on. Sometimes a day you don't know. I mean, this is the loss that we actually we're encountering today. And also we're creating a pattern and a scenario. Because the moment I have my parents in old age, because they're old, it means my same children that are good now also, they'll learn from the same patterns. Okay, when dad is feeble and old, we don't keep him in our house, he's useless for us. Throw him in an old age home, they is going to be taken care of, then we can forget about him, just send what we can send for them. So this is not what we should be doing. What we should be doing is keep them in their own home. Make sure they're happy. Give them what they want to what, what they want to eat if you can afford it. Provide them a lot of comfort. And more half the time, Shab, they don't need anything. Just for you to look at them and smile them, it gives them happiness. They don't need too much. But if you can afford it, spoil them. They did that for us. Even if they have the last cent <coughs> that they could have used to go in the bus to go to work. But we need something. They made sure they used that to give us what we need and walk the way through to work. So, I mean, why can't we do the reverse favor to the parents? So let's make sure we understand that, you know, our Jannah is with our parents. You know, Jannah is with our parents. You must remember once a hobby. At one moment, he wanted to go for Hajj. He loved it to go for Hajj. But now his parents were old age. And he said to Nabi Sallallahu my parents are old. I mean, I want to go for Hajj. What do I do? And then Nabi Sallallahu says to him, your Hajj is there. Take care of them. That's your Hajj. So he tells you the label, you know, of actually the virtues of taking care of your parents. And actually, I give him the respect that they deserve, Shafu. You know, Sheikh Shabbat, whilst you're talking, and I, I had a smile on my face because I remember my maternal... Uh, grandmother, you know, and her mother was alive. And I was, I must have been, I'll tell you, 11 years old. And, you know, there's sometimes the families used to go out and uh, they say, okay, who's going to take care of her grandmother, you know, great grandmother? And I should say, hey, leave it to me, man, leave it to me. And I used to take, take such good care of her as to make the tea. And she wasn't very fussy. She just liked her tea, uh, some fried eggs or, or, or you know, a soft butter and uh, butter bread with tea. And I used to make that for her. And she, whenever any guests came, and imagine my great-grandmother telling them, you know, no one cooked better food than Shafat. He used to make, he made the best food that gives me. And, you know, I, I really took a lot of lot of dua from, uh, you know, that, that, that old granny of mine, Allah, fill a cover with noor. And, you know, the, these are things that makes you think. And, you know, uh, in hindsight, it, it's so much of blessing. And, you know, when you have a senior people in your midst, every second day, when you do a, a slight good for them, Sheikh Shui Maida, they just shower you with duas upon duas upon duas, Sheikh Shui Maida. I'm sure this happens in all cultures. Uh, your thoughts? You know, Shaf, exactly that what happens. That's why I'm saying it's very easy. They're very actually... Uh, easy to take care of and they're very easy for you to get reward from and they're very easy for you to get the best of advice as well. You know, if you want to understand the best of advice is sit with the old people. Sit with them to give you the best of advice. And as I said, you know, 
you know, the blessing of them, okay, see where you are today and what you can do and what you're achieving is what nobody else can achieve in a hurry. I know that tells you the doors they make for you already and Lauta does accept them. So I'm saying, you know, I've also experienced the same thing where actually you sit with your grannies and just do little things for them. They say, Allah, may Allah ta give you, give you Jannah, may Allah ta bless you with the best. And I mean, it happens. I mean, uh, there is nothing better than actually seeing those kind of rules and to say, you know, Allah ta has blessed us with parents. I mean, that shows you that you need to understand that Allah is the creator, created your parents and the parents through the mess of Allah ta has given birth to you. So this is a channel we must never forget and we must never break, break that tie because of small, small minor issues I know sometimes we get influence from our maybe uh, our partners to say, no, your parents are like this too much and this, that. And I mean, if we don't think clearly of who we are, then actually we start following and doing funny things. And yet we need to understand whosoever says anything about your parents, you should be able to stand up and say, look, if it wasn't for them, then I couldn't be who I am. You couldn't have met me because it's them that unlucky chose to give birth to me that you see as a handsome man today is because of them. So that chapter must be closed in a hurry, you know. We don't entertain those kind of chapters because we need to understand where we can. Yes, sometimes you can say sometimes they can go overboard, but actually that's where patience comes in because they had patience with us when we were going overboard, two way overboard, and they had patience of that and they made sure we grew up as good children. So yes, let's accept and uh, know that they're good for us, they've been good for us, and let's actually accord them the same kind of respect and nobody that I've given to us, Chef. Beautiful, Sheikh Shah. you know, Allah bless you. Really, I enjoy my conversation with you, and I'm sure the listeners of Malka Sahaba, the vice of Ahlul Sunnah, and Jama'a also do that. Sheikh Shah, Maida, your parting words before I let you go. Ashraf, I would say, you know, the best topic, uh, once again, Allah has ordained us to worship Him and also to show our kindness towards our parents, and we know that actually the the door between ourselves and our Jannah is our parents. So let's make sure we maintain this door and keep it well so that it becomes easier for us to open it and go to your Jannah, inshallah. And once again, Shafat, Jazakallah, for all the beautiful programs you bring in, may Allah to grant you the best in this dunya and the akhirah, inshallah, and keep a stood for me outside your house in Jannah. I want to be next to you. Hi, Sheikh Shoyimaida. You're such a beautiful, wonderful uh, alim and a lovely gentleman. I... I will ask you the same from you because Alhamdulillah, you know, I really, uh, you and I born for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know, amin to your duas, amin uh, for the lovely relationship that we have. And I made that barakah flow both in the dunya and the akhirah. And Allah bless you and your family members. Time for us to go for a break. And after that, inshallah, we'll be joined by Maulana Salim Karim. He'll be talking about, yeah, stop quarreling people. Stop quarreling. 